Hey, Shay. What's up? Hey, it's episode nine. Tell everybody what we're talking about today. We're talking about social media. Yeah, we got really serious in this one in moments, but I hope you understand. When this one was over, I was tired. I was. Were you not tired? I was like, I was just like, like, I was just tired because I really thought like, I don't know. I tried really hard to be diplomatic. I don't know what it was. We were maybe like super focused on what we were saying. I thought it was tense. Like I was trying to watch my words and let you know, truly, there's no judgment. We're just sharing what we do. Yes, because from our hearts, we don't want to offend anyone talking about social media and how we use it, if our children use it. But I felt like, oh, gosh, I just don't want to say anything that's going to hurt somebody's heart. So I was guarded. I'm not guarded, but just like a little more tense. That's a better word. I was tense as I was talking. Careful. Careful. Yes, because no matter how you do it, how you're doing it with your family, that is best for you. We're just sharing what we do with ours. Is this a good intro? I feel like, are we discouraging people? <laughs> no, we're not. Everybody's going to want to listen. It's a great episode. I think it's like a really good episode. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's just like a more serious topic. So here we go again, starting all serious and like our voices are down. Even in the intro, I feel like we automatically took a turn. <laughs> no, we're lifting it back up. It's good. It's good. We encourage you to listen and we would love for you to share what you do with your kids or how it's worked for you. And your family. And the random reader questions at the end are like lighthearted. It's a great episode. I don't know why we're both like, Uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. We were like bringing it down again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, listen, it's not Botox and it's not bikinis. It's a little bit more deep than Botox and bikinis. But um, I think it's really like a great episode. Eric and I are super fun. You're going to want to (laughs) listen. Yes, please go listen. Please go listen. I think you'll like it. All right. Episode nine social media starting right now. Hey everyone, I'm Erica. And I'm Shay. And we're two bestie moms breaking down topics each week here on our podcast. We cover everything from pop culture to travel, motherhood, organization, fitness, fashion, food, and so much more. We're two best friends just chatting about life and we're so excited you're here. Hey everybody. Hey. Okay, Erica, I'm a little nervous about today's episode. Me too, me too. (laughs) Shay, explain why we're a little nervous. I don't want to come across as in any way better parent or I'm a know-it-all or I'm judging. I just know like we're handling some aspects of like parenting different at this point. Yes. And I think it's not because we necessarily think that doing the opposite of our plan or what we're doing is wrong. It's just, I think for both of us, um, we've talked to people We have friends who have older kids and kind of the feedback that they said, if they could do anything different, if they could go back, they would do this in particular a little different. So we've kind of gathered that knowledge and decided that's what's going to be best for our families. So yes, no judgment here if this is not how you're handling this in your home and we're not saying we know how to do it best. It's just the approach we're taking. That's it. This was the first podcast that when I sat down to do my show notes, I thought, I feel like I need a disclaimer. And the fact that I've talked about bikinis and Botox and didn't think I needed a disclaimer. (laughs) But but I just want, like, we're, I do think we need to acknowledge, like, we have the support system of each other. Yes. If we were, if our kids were the only ones or we were trying to do this part alone, I don't, I don't know that we would do it. I don't think that we would either. So 
And there's so many different, I mean, we're about to get into the meat of it. This is kind of your disclaimer as we start. So many different scenarios with so many different families that the way we do it would not be good or safe or, you know. Yes. So again, we're just going to break down today social media, the way we handle it as adults, the way we handle it as bloggers or influencers, and then also how we're handling it with our kids who are almost teenagers. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like we're like down. We need to bring it back up. <laughs> it's just the approach we're taking. We wanted you to know we were like super serious about that. We are not coming from a judgmental place. Just more of a, if we were at the coffee shop having coffee and we were discussing parenting, this is what we would tell you. But it's not the right way. It's not the only way. It's just the way we're doing with our kids. Yeah. And if you're out there and you have kids that are younger than ours, just know there's like an alternative alternative way of doing it. You don't have to have a child and hand them a phone and social media just because it's 2021. And that's what everybody does. Maybe this could just be to some of you like just an alternate approach to parenting. And maybe that's going to be great for some people that don't hear about that because you don't have friends that are older, like maybe we're those older people to Aww, some people. I mean, older people. Yeah. And because um, older or parents with older kids have really spoken in to our lives about this very topic. And so Maybe we can speak into somebody else's. But no matter how you do it, Eric and I assume you're doing the best for your family. Absolutely. So, all right. I mean, I feel like we should just the elephant out of the room and just start. Like, our kids are almost, our kids are like uh, 11 and 12, our older two. Yes. 11 and 12. So, like, almost teenagers, tweens, and our kids do not have phones. Yeah. So, this school year, they will start sixth and seventh grade without a phone. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be the only kids in middle school without them. Or at least, you know, most kids their age do have them at this point. Last year, with COVID and everything, when our kids were able to go back into the building, Ebeley and Kensington, uh, they were had a, like assigned seating at lunch, and they had to scan a QR code so that the school know, knew exactly which seat you were sitting in. And our girls didn't have phones and had to, you know, find an adult and say, like, we can't scan a QR code. We don't have technology to do that. And the school, I mean, they were they were the, the only two girls in the cafeteria that day, or at least that our girls were aware of. Yeah. The principal was very surprised they could not scan their seat because they don't have that technology. We are raising our kids like it's, you know, 1989 over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Absolutely. So that's what we're going to discuss today. But should we start like at the very beginning? Yeah. What is that? Well, as you guys know, we have blogs. Oh, yeah. Those things. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start like all the way back there. Like how long have you been blogging? How long have we been blogging? And how did that start? So I've been blogging 14 years, which is a long, long, long time, especially in blogger world. It makes me a grandma. I have a degree in journalism. I've always liked to write. Reading and writing has always been like a hobby of mine. And so during a really dark and depressing time in my life where I had a job I didn't like and I had a miscarriage and couldn't get pregnant and I didn't feel like I had any friends and I was lonely in my new town. I had heard of some girls at church that had blogs. So I thought like this would be like a thing for me, like a little space for me to write and post some pictures um, of my little Yorkshire Terrier and so that is how my blog started, just as an outlet for me during a really hard time. And then fast forward 14 years later, and it is like my full-time job. Back up. You just said 
I didn't think I had any friends. I was lonely. <laughs> what word did she use? Somebody help me. And for the record, we were friends then. We were, you worked. I think that's the thing too. Oh yeah. Back in like that life, I worked, you worked. Everybody worked because we didn't have kids at home. And so I didn't see you as often. I mean, now I see you like twice. Literally, it's what time is it? 11 a.m. I've seen you twice today. Yeah. And I've talked to you on the phone three times. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time you were teaching third grade, I was selling insurance. I just felt like lonely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you use that word. <laughs> okay. So I, we started a, about the same time because again, we were friends. Yes. We were friends. We were friends. Um, and some other girls at church were, I, I do think they started blogs because they had children and they were sharing pics of their families and I don't know, trying to keep their families that didn't live close up to date with what was happening in their daily lives. And so we were kind of I don't know, there was a group that I think kind of all started together who was just encouraged to like, yeah, it's, you know, a fun way to see everybody's stuff. So I started then too, probably like 14 years ago, if that's when it was, because I remember I didn't have a dog. And we got to a place where you guys were like, Erica, you haven't updated your blog. And I'm like, I've got nothing to show you. Like, no dog, no kids. It's just me and Tab. People can go back. Those posts are still there. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying go back 14 years on my they blog. They don't look very good, but no, they're there. They're there because it's the same. Both of us have the same original content. I mean, it's just continued to grow. So if you want to take a trip down memory lane, you can go back 14 years and look at what we were talking about. They was talking about her dog, and I don't even know what I was talking about. Who remembers? But anyway, so then when we did start having kids, mine was more of a way, you know, my family lives in Missouri, Tab's family lives further away. So it was just a way for us to keep our families up to date with baby Abby Lee and how she's growing and what she's doing now. I think I realized really quickly when I enjoyed, even though the community was super, super, super small, I really liked feeling connected with people. And so I liked that. But also, I am not ever going to be a scrapbook person. I'm never going to be crafty. I'm never going to have those funky scissors. I barely have scotch tape at my house. So I knew like I wasn't going to capture my kids. I would never would have taken pictures of my kids and documented it in a book ever. And then I realized like this is a really easy way for me to document my kids that I can have forever, you know? Uh-huh. So that I think is really what made me do it like daily, like really get into the routine of doing it was I enjoyed having all of those like milestones. I mean, I would not have a single picture if I didn't have my blog of my poor kids. Yes. Did you ever turn your blog into a book? You know how you could do that? There was like a company that did it. Yes. I tried multiple times to like, I've downloaded, isn't there like an app or something that, you know, like a website? Maybe. No, I never did because I just feel like one day. They'll can, go to I'll Google. Be, or, uh, like, go mixmatchmama.com. Yes. See your whole childhood is right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure we're going to get to that in a minute. About yes, <laughs> of course. We will. Documenting your kid's entire childhood. Um, but that's what I've done. And if my kids want to see the first time they rolled over, or the first tooth that they lost, <laughs> Uh, there you go. Um, I, uh, yeah, okay. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty of like that because it's a different world now than it was when we started too. For sure. So, okay. So blogging was about 14 years ago is when we both started. Yeah. What about social media, like Facebook, Instagram, anything like that? Oh, when did you get on Facebook? I think I got on it like at the end of college. I remember I went to college in Arkansas and I remember friends at other places we're already doing it and t- kind of talking about it. But I skipped MySpace. Like, I never did that. Did you do MySpace? No. Okay. And there's okay. probably a blog post. I mean, probably we can go back into the 
you know, the black hole that is my blog to find one. I was anti-social media, which is so funny. I remember this. I was anti. Tab was on board with me. Yeah. Tab and Shay were the two who were never going to get a Facebook, were never going to have an Instagram account. And look at at her now. (laughs) No, I was. On my 30th birthday is when I opened a Facebook account. On my 30th birthday. So I've had a Facebook account now for like 10 years, but I was anti. I was passionate about like not looking at my phone and not posting every little thing. (laughs) The irony. (laughs) Never say never. Look at that. Okay. I think I did Facebook at the end of college. I never did MySpace. And then whenever Instagram became kind of a thing, I started that account. Yeah. I I remember where I was when I started my Instagram account. (laughs) (laughs) Erica, side note, Erica loves this about me. I can recall a date like nobody's business. <laughs> no, I'm surprised just now that she didn't say, I remember where I was. And it was January 17th. I actually could probably get close because it was it was my birthday, not my 30th birthday. So it probably would have been like, what, my 33rd birthday, something like that. So it was after Facebook. It was after Facebook. Yeah, several years after Facebook. I know, I can recall a date like nobody's business. My brother, who had at that time already been The Bachelor. So, I mean, I was at least okay. 33. He was like, I think you would like this more than Facebook. He was getting off Facebook just to do Instagram. Like he was like, I'm shutting my Facebook account down. You should. So he, I downloaded the app and he like showed me how to add filters. And yeah. And so that's how I got that. I had a Twitter account in between. And I used to really love Twitter because I'm a wordy person. And I used to really like Twitter. Yeah. Um, But I uh, haven't looked at Twitter in a very long time. So you still have the account. You just aren't like active. And I have followers on there. I mean, I doubt they, I mean, I'm not in their feed. They probably don't even remember there's one of my followers, but I don't know. I just, I, I lost interest in Twitter. Yeah. You know what? One of my first or maybe like second or third Instagram posts was Baby Bowen and he was born in 2012. So it was okay. probably like 2013 in like January or something when I did it. Yeah. So probably right around kind of the same time. Yeah. Right? Maybe so. Something like that. You probably had it before me because I do feel like you, you're going to have a TikTok before me too. You're going to be TikToking all over the place. No, I don't think, you know, I get stage fright and TikTok, (laughs) I think would give me all kinds of stage fright. You don't want to dance and sing? No. No. Okay. So Shay, which, which is your favorite platform? We haven't even mentioned it. Pinterest is my favorite. Oh. Without a doubt. And it's the one I spend the most time on every day, but I don't feel guilty about it. Okay. I feel like you used to pin things a lot. Okay, we're we're going to get to this, but I'm going to bring this up later. But I used to pin things, yes, but and I still go on Pinterest if I'm looking for like new recipes, but other than that, I don't get on Pinterest very often. To me, it's like flipping through a magazine. It's like relaxing to me. You're not going to see something negative or something you disagree. I mean, if you cultivate really good you know, who you're following, right? You know, yeah, I'm sure I could start following boards that would upset me. But mine are really just like pretty boards, like they're aesthetically pretty, they're seasonal. I like to, you know, drink my coffee and just kind of look at Pinterest and pin things and not even necessarily, I don't look at it as like, oh, I'm going to make this recipe or I'm going to buy a sweater so I can have this kind of an outfit. But just it's like inspirational. It's happy. That's why I like it. So I really, yeah. and I pin a lot. In fact, I think I'm a really good pinner if I may brag on myself. I'm very good at Pinterest, but it's just relaxing to me. Okay, I am going to have a different opinion. I look at it and most of the time, the things that like catch my attention most are like home things 
But then I am, I find myself not being appreciative of my own home. So I think then it may, it doesn't, you know, we're going to talk about this later with like negative things about social media. But I think I can look at some other person's Instagram feed and not have like, the I don't know, any type of bad feelings, like they're on a beach vacation, they're whatever. I think some people, it bothers them that they're, I don't know, they get jealous or you know what I mean? They think like, oh, I don't have that. I can do that with Pinterest if I see some insane over the top. Like house project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And think like, oh, geez, that looks so good. Where's my nice kitchen or whatever? I mean, I do think that you have to admit anytime you've had any sort of problem at your house, my answer is always, would you have a Pinterest board? (laughs) Yeah, it totally is. But that's why I don't. (laughs) No, not until something like completely falls apart in a room. Am I going to start looking at Pinterest for the... See, and you're going to be behind the eight ball. Remember when my house flooded, I immediately could put it back together because I like legit opened Pinterest. I was like, I have been training for this for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) I can do this. (laughs) No, I'll go look at your Pinterest boards. It sounds like you've been training. There will be plenty to inspire me. So what's your favorite form of social media then? Mine's Pinterest. What is yours? I guess I would say Instagram. Yeah. I think it's fun to look at pictures. Facebook gets flooded with too many other things in my opinion. And so Instagram would be my favorite. Do you prefer stories or things that are actually in their like feed? I prefer stories, I think. Do you always check the same people's stories? Well, you know how the ones you watch Mm -hmm. come up first. So I just always start on the left and then and then work your way through. A lot of times I'll just turn them on as I'm getting ready. So I can hear but I'm not like just staring at my phone. I would say that's kind of what I do the most. I really like stories. I've enjoyed posting in stories more. I don't know. I don't feel it anymore. I used to feel like uh, pressure. Pressure is probably a bad word. But you know, like, oh, okay, if I'm going to do my one post today, that picture better be good. I still feel like that, which is why sometimes I just get like paralyzed. Like, oh, I just won't even do anything then. And then I'll look up and it'll be two weeks since Eric has had a post. (laughs) Hey, wait, I think this is a good time to mention. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What are you about to say? I know. Okay. I'm nervous. One time, a very sweet person that follows me DM'd me and was like, I am so sorry you and Eric aren't friends anymore. I hope everything's okay. I was like, what are you talking about? I've seen her like 12 times today. Like, this is weird. And she said, well, I realized that you blocked her on Instagram. Then you and I, because we're just not technologically savvy. Okay. Yeah, this explains it. So you and I were trying to figure out something about Instagram and we were playing around with all of the different features. Yes. Because we're not savvy and we're always going to be like way behind. Okay. So we were playing around with the features and (laughs) I hit the like block button to see like what happened. So then I forgot to, I got distracted. I forgot to (laughs) unblock you. Okay, I cried. Like you were you like, cried? I cried because, <laughs> okay, one, <laughs> the most, the reason why I cried was because I didn't know this. When you block somebody, it immediately deletes all of their comments and likes from all of your posts. Well, I have commented on every one of your posts. <laughs> so what are you doing right now? You should be going back I to know. comment on every Instagram. No, I'm kidding. No, immediately. I was like, when she met Brent for the first time, like I, yeah. <laughs> like I was so, I, I'm such a, Dummy, like I did not know that would happen. And well, who I, knew? Who knew? I don't know. Maybe you guys all knew. We didn't know. I didn't know. But it also, I mean, it was like a couple of weeks before this reader reached out to me. But the reason it didn't strike me as odd is because you're not a consistent poster. So yeah. I was kind of like, oh, Eric hasn't posted in a while. I didn't realize it was because, oh, I've blocked Eric. I yeah. wouldn't even see it if she had. 
Who uh, knew? So Instagram lesson right there, everyone. Clearly, this podcast is not on how to use the features on no. Instagram. Well, we do know some things now. Oh, we, we've learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about which platforms you're not a fan of or you're not on or you don't see yourself? I tried Snapchat for like a, a day. I, okay, the thing about Snapchat and TikTok, I'm sure like they're super fantastic. And I'm not even saying I'll never do it because I I said never I'd, never get, on, never. Yeah, I said I'd never get on Facebook. I just don't need one other area to like take away time out of my day. I get that. So For I'm, sure. yeah, I'm going to rule that if I haven't learned it, if I don't know how to use it, I don't need to learn it. I don't need to. Also, I really try hard to connect with everybody that connects with me. So if you send me a message, if you comment, if you send me an email, if you comment on my blog on Facebook or Instagram, I'm like, I really want to connect back with you. So I really can't allow myself to open up more channels because that would be too much pressure on me. And I, you know. And just too much. Time. Too much. Yeah. 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 My personal thoughts are TikTok would give me stage fright. So that's never going to happen. <laughs> and then Snapchat, I feel like some of our friends, we tried to do that at one point, And it was kind of like, we should just FaceTime each other or yeah. send a video. Like it, I don't know, it didn't seem like, I don't know, it wasn't working for these middle-aged moms. No, and I don't need something to disappear. I'm not sending yeah. stuff to people that need, <laughs> right? Isn't that what it does? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The filters were great. I remember that they were fun filters. Yeah, I remember that. No, th- you know what? <sighs> That's just not going to be us. No. Until we do that TikTok video after that I've been wanting to do with you and we dance. <laughs> after today's episode. It'll be perfect. <laughs> okay. How often do you check social media? Well, it depends. I mean, definitely social media is drains my time, right? Like it's a time drainer if I allow it. But if I'm super busy, I have a ton of work to do and kids activities, I will look up and be like, I haven't looked at social media since yesterday. That's actually happening this moment in my life. But other times, if I have extra free time, I find myself like pulling it up. So it kind of depends on what's going on. Well, I mean, we're going to do that Enneagram um, episode here soon. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. I'm going to guess her answer. She's going to say that she has a written schedule down (laughs) on her desk that tells her what time of day she checks social media and how many minutes she's allowed. Am I close? It was like spot on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell us. Say, what time of day it do helps. you check Instagram every day? Okay. Well, I do think that it's part of my job, right? <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. I do think that I am. And sometimes, to be fair, I have to remind myself that I need to check in on real people that I know and not just, you know, people that I just know off of the internet. Or yeah. I need to respond to I'm terrible at responding to Facebook messages to my personal account. Oh, yeah. But I respond to every Facebook message on my Mix and Match Mama account, right? Okay. But like when Smith's friend's mom is reaching out on Facebook, I could see that like four weeks later. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I do. I have like a structured amount of time, but it, I'm a very <laughs> structured person. Um, but it keeps me from like just wasting. I don't like to waste time. Yeah. I don't. That's the Enneagram 8 in me. I don't like to waste time. I like to like check boxes and mark things off my list. So scattered throughout the day, I have different times that I check it. So how often do you check it? Oh, during the day, like on, during a work day, probably six or eight times. But I set a timer on my Apple Watch so that I don't check it for long. Like I'll do yeah. it for like a minute okay. or sometimes I'll allow myself five minutes, you know, um, yeah. allow myself. I mean, but I just <laughs> don't. As an Enneagram 8, like the worst feeling is looking up and realizing you've just wasted 20 minutes. Right. Going down the dark hole of 
social media. Guys, we're going to talk about Enneagrams coming up (laughs) soon. And I cannot wait. I can't wait. Um, So yes, I do have boundaries for it. And I try not to do it at night. I mean, occasionally I do. And I don't feel bad about it. But I do just really try to like put my phone down just in general a lot at night. Okay. So that that like segues to like social media. Do you do it for personal or just for like quote business? Like, are you checking your regular Facebook? Do you live there? I feel like I don't live there really anymore. Well, I don't have a separate Facebook. I never really did that. Oh. So my Facebook's just all one and the same. Um, So it's always a combination, I guess, because my Instagram, I have, you know, personal people that I do know in real life and then people just that I know from the internet. I mean, I feel like we need to work on that after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to add it to her list. Okay, you can you can tell me what to do after. I think we need to work on that. I definitely look at it as it's like my I don't know, it's my responsibility as an influencer that if I'm going to put content out and people have questions, I need to make sure that I'm addressing it. And the connection and community is like my favorite part. So I really do that. I need to work on connecting with people that I really know. Okay. So you do more business on social media than personal. Yeah. Because I just feel more obligated. And people that like my best friends, my close friends, my family, they're texting me, right? Right. I respond to that quickly. Okay, wait, hold on. Sidebar real quick. Look at your phone. How many text messages does your phone have, Erica? This is like a trick question. You should have told me. This is not a trick question. This will sum us up right now. 912. 912. I have a couple that I've gotten since we started talking. I could get rid of those real quick. I've received two since we've started talking. One from my mom and one from Andrew. That is the number of text messages I have Wait, on my hold phone. on, hold on. I'm going to click on a couple things and it's going to go down. Okay, now after I have, oh, 890. That's how... No, I here's the got, deal. I got quite a few while we were on that. You don't need a Facebook account because you don't... People people clearly can't get a hold of you. So <laughs> <laughs> why open up another channel for you to You're just right. reject people? <laughs> You're right. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do we feel like it enhances our lives or distracts us? Uh, Probably our answers are going to be different because you're so organized with your time where I think it can do both for me. It definitely can enhance. I can make connections with people I know in real life or not. But then I can also be distracted. It does it all. I completely agree. I completely agree. I also think so I am in several Clipple Trainani syndrome, which is what Ashby has. Yeah. Facebook groups. And that is so helpful and so beneficial because we don't really like that's a very rare disease, right? Or a very rare syndrome. So it makes you feel like connected. You can ask questions, you can get information, you can see photos. The flip side is sometimes I open it and I like burst into tears because then I see like, oh my gosh, look how terrible this is. Look what she has in her future. Like it, the the same thing can do both for me. Right. Right. You know, it can make me feel like I'm a part of a community, but then it can also like really bum me out. Yeah, help you not feel so alone, but then also help you realize like how big the situation really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I like social media. I wouldn't see so many sweet pictures of like my nephews or, you know, I'm still enjoying it for the reasons of seeing like actual people I know and love. Right. And again, I'm not going to scrapbook. So I feel like, okay, look, Kensington Smith Ashby Madeley, go to my Instagram. You'll see your life. You know, yeah, it's speaking not, of that, yeah. Britt lost a tooth and I I didn't post a picture. We'll never know when she no. lost her first tooth. No, she's so proud of that tooth. I know. I'll take a picture. I'll post that soon. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next question. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So how do we handle or Shay, do you ever get a negative comment? Let's start there. Um, Occasionally. I, I would agree. Me too. Just occasionally. Yeah. It's not a lot. 
I do feel like we're let's talk in like generals, like whether like blogs or Instagram, okay. like just negative in any platform. I do think I've weeded a lot of terrible people out. Yeah. So that's been helpful. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I'm totally fine with that because not everybody on Instagram is my cup of tea. So, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you know, the last thing I want to do is appeal to everyone. I want to appeal to like the people that are like me, you know, that are just, you know, people that I would like. Friendly, sweet, kind, upbeat, positive, happy, cheery. Those people are my people. Okay. This is how we're different, right? <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're saying, though. Yes, we... I don't follow everybody that's on Instagram. I can't. We, you know, I'm not interested in that. But the Enneagram 9 in me is like, well, anybody that's following me, I want them to like me. But I don't understand the people that follow that don't like me. Like, why are why do people follow that don't, that are going to say something negative? One, how many people do you follow? I think you follow more because you have the guilt of I should follow you. <laughs> I probably do. Let me I tell you. D- I don't live in that. I don't live oh, in that space. 507. Oh, okay, that's better than I thought. I follow 411. Okay. So, but I do think you follow a lot of people. In fact, you showed me this morning somebody you followed and I was like, why do you follow her? Not in a negative way, just that that is random. But it's, <laughs> you have this, but you're a, a nine, you're a pleaser. You're, yeah. 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 I am like, no, my feed is going to be just exactly who I want to see in my feed, which I kind of have no patience. So if you end up, if I see, oh, you're not who I want to see, I'm going to just unfollow you. Okay, that's what I don't understand. (laughs) You don't feel the need to leave a negative comment, say something ugly, send a DM with horrible language. Good for you, Shay. No, for you. I'm, but see, I'm an Enneagram 8. Like, I am just like, and I kind of have no tolerance because I feel like, why, why, why would I want to put that in my brain space? Yeah, you, you wouldn't. No. I'm have, I have a hard time with negative comments because I don't understand why people want to spend so much time like looking at something they don't like and then re- spending enough time to respond and let me know that they didn't like it. Like they need better hobbies. Like they need well, time I mean, management. They need yeah. something. They're also like just broken people, right? Yeah. Like they're just sad. I mean... Let's be real. Who do we know that is like such a miserable person that they they go to an Instagram account or or a blog that they hate and leave nasty comments? I mean, healthy people don't do that. No. Healthy people don't do that. So I like, I don't know. I, I don't even get angry with these people because I think like that is not healthy. You almost like feel bad. Yeah. Like, oh, they're in such a dark place that they're spending their time doing yeah. this. Even like personally, if if this isn't going to work out on a personal level of our season of whatever friendship or just whatever, I I don't need to like check in on you. Ex-boyfriends, I would never look up an ex-boyfriend right. or somebody that like used to be a friend, right? I just kind of feel like, okay, that chapter's done. But some people like in an unhealthy way, like obsess over things that upsets them. Yeah, you're right. That's in the Bible. They're not supposed to do that. No, I'm telling <laughs> you. But some we know people that do that all yeah, the time. for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I look at the nitty negative I get. Now, some of it, there's a difference, right? Sometimes we get constructive criticism. Oh, I'm all about that. Yes. You guys, speaking of that, I'm working on my S's. <laughs> I know they're whistling right now. And I keep, every time I say an S word, like it did it again. Now you guys are going to be like keyed into that. John and I are working on it. I probably need to go to speech because I don't know how to say it without whistling. And I can't, here's the funny part. I can't even whistle to save my life if I had to like whistle, whistle. Anyway, 
Constructive criticism, I'm all about. Me too. I'm all about constructive criticism. And, and there's been a handful of blog readers that have, I've had to email and just say, I wish nothing but the best for you, but I think I'm not your person. So I am saying you have my blessing not to come to my blog anymore because I'm never going to be some things, right? Yeah. Some people want so desperately for me to be something I'm never going to be. And that should be fine because I should just always be me. I'm never going to be the one that like has professional pictures taken of her. That's not me. Yeah. I'm not going to be that girl. I'm never going to be one that shows you lots of expensive things, like really expensive things, okay? I might have them. I'm just not going to show. I'm also never going to be the girl that buys all of her clothes at at, at a discount place. Like, I'm just going to be me, and maybe I'm just not your cup of tea. I've had to reach out. In fact, I did it last week. So uh, she's been commenting forever. But I'm like, clearly, like, I'm never going to be who you need me to be. Yeah. She was really sweet. (laughs) She was like a... Replied back. She's like, I really love you though. I'm like, I know, but like you have expectations of me. I will never be able to fulfill. Okay. So was there a negative comment involved that made you say All that? Of or her just... comments are passive aggressive. Oh, okay. okay. But like I published them um, because I think she has a good heart. I just think like she just, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make up an example instead okay. of using a real one. But like she's the like maybe wouldn't want me to go to Trader Joe's because she uh doesn't like to spend that much money at grocery shopping. She wants me to grocery shop at Walmart. Okay, she can say that to me 12 times. I'm gonna grocery shop at Trader Joe's. Like, if you're gonna get frustrated every time, I'm not your person. Don't read that post. Like, I'm not gonna stop shopping at Trader Joe's, which is something I love because you don't want me to, right? Like, I am not on social media or on my blog to be anybody but my authentic self. Yeah, that, those type of comments, you can, Shay lets them go better than I do. Because I would ponder and be like, why in the world does she think I need to go shop somewhere else just because she doesn't want to? Like, stop reading, look away, go somewhere else, find a new blog. I don't know. But yeah, so for the most part, though, we handle negative comments by as long as we're talking like mean negative comments. Again, constructive negative comments, I can get behind. But um just the ones that are more like mean-spirited and hateful. We block them. We move on. I have zero tolerance. Yeah, absolutely. Our business is sharing our families and I have zero tolerance for hate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm not, I, I have zero tolerance for that. What a lot of people don't know is when you, when you leave a comment it's 2021, friends. Like there is technology that we use that tells us who you are. And if you want to leave a fake name or a fake email, you go for it. But like, we know who you really are. And I have emailed several people who have this weird thing of like, I'll leave a nice comment and then I get mad. And so then I'll leave an an angry comment, but I'll use a fake name and email address. Mm -hmm. No, I know that it's you. It shows me that it's you when you leave that comment. So you just have to, I mean, I just think like it's good for our kids too. Like it's 2021. Everything is traceable. I mean, right? Like watch Dateline. They'll fi- we can figure out who you are. Yeah, we could keep going on this for days. Yeah. Because I also can go down a long, dark place of being like, I feel like in 2021, there is so much out there about like non-bullying. And I feel like, um, mm-hmm. you know, be kind. Like we're all trying to, I don't know, teach our kids to do better. And then we have adult people who leave the ugliest comments. So I have a hard time with that. Like, if we're teaching our kids to be better, then we as adults need to be better too. Absolutely. 
if we're teaching our young girls that they need to like be their own people and you can be anything you want when you grow up and you need to appreciate and love the body that you have and there's nothing physically wrong with you, then we shouldn't be tearing down other women for doing that exact thing. No, just the other day, somebody left me a comment that I appeared as I had gained weight. So which is, that's fine. But exactly to your point, like we're teaching our kids Mm -hmm. to look past that and you're beautiful no matter what shape and size you are. But then other women are okay tearing down other women with comments like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know why, I don't know why some women think that's okay. There, I will not say her name. There's this one influencer when she has her hair short. I think she's adorable and I love following her and I will go to her like to know it page and I just like, oh, she's so cute. But then she'll get extensions and then I'll unfollow her because I'm like, it doesn't do, for whatever reason, not your cup of tea her vibe, her vibe changes. Oh, that's funny. And, but I would never like DM her or leave a comment that says like, oh, I hate it when you have your extensions in. No, I just think like, and then I'll see a picture of her or, you know, she'll be tagged and I'll be like, oh, the extensions are out. Look, I like, I just, I don't know. There's something about her that just speaks to me with the shorter hair. And instead of, it's like, that's my deal. Good job for you well, <laughs> not commenting and telling you how much you dislike her her hair. That's good for you. She toggles back and forth quite a bit. So I feel like maybe she's unsettled about how her hair should be too. But I just, instead of me getting like all angry about, oh my gosh, the extensions are back. Oh, yeah. I just like, okay, remove that from my feed. Yeah, that's what normal, normal, healthy <laughs> humans do. So good for you. Okay, what about, we talked about this a little bit with Pinterest because when we're looking at like pretty pictures, How does that affect you on social media? Like other people's perfection. Does that get to you? Could you care less? Yeah, I could care less. And I think, again, it's my personality that I could care less. I really don't get this comment anymore. I think just like um, as a society, maybe we're getting over this. But don't you remember back in the day, like five, seven, eight years ago, it was a lot of like, show the negative, show the negative on your feed. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I get that as much anymore. Like your blog's too perfect. Show the negative. But I feel like maybe we're all like evolving from that because I really don't think I get that feedback anymore. I haven't gotten it in a long, long time. Or maybe they've realized they're just coming to the wrong place. Maybe they've realized it. I just think it's like a a photo album that I'll never have. Photo albums my mom has of me growing up. It's just the good stuff. I know growing up in that house, Sean and I gave her trouble and there were really hard days and she had a full-time job and my dad wore her out and totally. But when I go back through those photo albums, I see the birthday parties and the fun summer days and the, you know, the Jamie Coco Christmases and... That's so that's what I think. When I look at somebody's feed, I I personally don't think, well, it's because their life is perfect. I realize they're just making their own little online photo album and they're only gonna put the highlights in. I don't fault them that. Right. Who doesn't want to put the highlights in? No. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go on a tangent. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Okay. Sorry. But there's a difference between not sharing the negative and lying. And there are people on social media that flat out lie about their life. Now that I'm not a for fan sure. Of. For sure. Yeah, I could get behind that 100%. There are some that just have a fake persona. They're playing almost a character and that is not who they are. I don't get on board with that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Instagram doesn't bother me like that. Facebook doesn't bother me like that. But really, Pinterest does. Well, and really it's not even it's not it's not like oh it's evil to me mm-hmm. or it's it doesn't put me in like a bad mood. But I just think I like what I like looking at the most on Pinterest is that. And then I think I walk away thinking like, well, when is my bathroom going to look like that? Okay. So uh, I think I just know that about myself, though. And I don't I don't go there. I think that's fine. Yeah. I also think 
you could start pinning other things and then your feed would be filled with like vacation ideas and speech therapy things to do at home. I'm sure. See, I just probably got into home stuff when I was doing it. Yes. So that's what I kept seeing. No, sometimes I'll like just the other day, I had to tell myself, do not pin any more taco quotes. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, because they just kept giving them. to Yes. You. And they're also funny. I love a good taco quote. I, I post taco quotes. all Come the time. on, keep going. Let's talk about I'm it. I'm telling you. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I opened my Pinterest and I was like, in my main screen, there was like 25 taco quotes. And I'm like, okay, I've, I've, I've diluted my feed. So I need to not pin any so I can get some like normal stuff back in there. Yeah. Because that happens too. You, yes. You pin a couple of kitchen inspiration pictures and then you open it up the next time and that's all you see are gorgeous kitchens. Yes. Totally. I think it just goes back to like, you need to be the best you. Like I need to be the best Erica. So if me looking at Pinterest or looking at a kitchen on Pinterest isn't going to make me thankful for what I have and the best Erica, then I should stop looking. Yeah, totally. That's, which is why I got off Twitter. Right. If it's going to drain right. you, then uh, th- why? Yeah. No, I'm not about like self-torture. So No, right, yeah. right, right. Mm, no. Okay, what about all the good things though? Social media has brought... I mean, blessed. so many good things. One, like I said, I can feel like if, if I don't see my nephews and niece all the time, I see yeah. their pictures, I see videos. I feel super connected to like people that I know or people that I love that I just don't get to see a lot. It's a great way to have like an online scrapbook. But I mean, just being super transparent, it's I've been able to make a career out of it. Right, right. And I don't take that for granted at all. I'm super blessed. I mean, it's a job just like any job. It has negatives, it has downfalls, it has hard days, it has don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's but, negative comments. Yeah, it's got it's it's a lot of work, but I am so feel so fortunate that social media has then let people go to my blog, which is kind of my baby where all my thoughts live. And yeah. so no, I think. Overall, it's totally enhanced my life. I'm so glad that we have it. Well, and I also think as a mom, it makes things a lot easier, right? Like new recipes are yeah. at like the click. I mean, one click and you have what you should should make for the week. Or, you know, you can organize things based on articles or blog posts or whatever. So I do think it makes so much in life so much easier, as well as making connections with people you never would have otherwise, your group, like your Facebook group, no? Oh, Absolutely. Yes. So you and I, I know, personally have had like lunch and coffee with people that we've met because uh, maybe their child has the same syndrome as ours or maybe uh, interested in adoption or like we have really made like real friends that we've met in real life uh, through social media. Yeah. So there are great, great things about it. I think you just have to be careful about what is negative about your, you when it comes to social media. So that'll segue into do our kids have social media? The answer is no, they don't right now. Um, They don't have phones, so they don't really have a way, I guess, to get on social media. And we've chosen to do that because we had friends who were older who spoken to us about if they could go back, what they would do differently. And over and over and over again, we heard they had a phone too soon or they had access to the internet too early or they were texting or on a message board or something like that too early. And so... A way that we've chosen to handle this right now is we're just kind of delaying. People came to us or, you know, or I think also once we kind of put it out there, we're not doing the whole phone thing just because everybody else is doing it. People that knew us at church or in our friend group then felt like they could confide in us. I felt like it just opened the conversation. But so many people like good Christian family, solid people, people that you would never think something 
horrible could have been going on behind closed doors. Yeah. They shared stories of, you know, I didn't let her, you know, she wanted to try out for cheerleader, but then I realized she had this relationship with a boy on her phone that I was unaware of. Like, so I, you know, like people are telling us these stories of airdropping. We had a friend say, you know, yeah. my daughter was sitting in math class and a boy airdropped a picture of his, you know what? And so even though she didn't accept the picture, she saw it because it came through and said, like, do you accept this airdrop? Like, and yeah, and it was nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. She's a no. precious girl. It was just, yeah. a, you know, a boy being a jerk. And yeah, I think yeah. I think we can say too. I know I see your comments on your blog and I see your comments on your Instagram. I know people say this to you and they say it to me all the time too. Your kids are so active. Your kids are making dresses out of garbage bags. Your kids are climbing trees. Your kids are fishing. Well, yeah, our kids don't have a lot of other options. Like we make them like go and do. Yeah. We also keep our kids busy with things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember when they were young, I had not just me. Tab and I had that rule about like one kid. What was the rule? Like one activity per season per kid, right? Because we have a lot of kids and they can't do more than one. And then as they got older, we realized um, when they're not busy, that's when they get into trouble. Mm -hmm. So we kind of shifted our our ideas a little bit and we were kind of okay with, you know, you want to play two things you want to do two activities, we're kind of okay with that just because then they're not home bored with nothing to do as much. So yeah, when they are, for the most part, um, I'll be lenient at certain times. But for the most part, there's not like a lot of TV watching, there's not like video games. It's more like go outside, go find a friend, go play outside, go craft for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. People ask us that because I think people want to see their kids being super active and doing those things. Usually my answer is, I mean, they would be super bored if they didn't get creative and find something to do, which is how we grew up. Yeah, I've I've heard over and over lately, like, it's okay for your kids to be bored because then they have to come up with something, which is definitely what happened to me in the summers. I do think there are a a few negatives to our kids not having phones. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, for instance, I think uh, texting, it can make friendships and a sense of community. And sometimes I think, well, my kids aren't on any text threads. So like this summer, they're not connecting unless um, the kid comes to our house or the parent or the kid calls my phone to speak to my kids. I mean, it just makes it, it, they're just harder for our kids to connect. But I'm kind of okay with that too, because I want my kids to learn how to connect with real people and not just connect over a device. I think too, if we, I don't know, like growing up where I grew up in the country in today's world, it would be a lot different where right now we, our kids are in neighborhoods, like they can walk and see people in the neighborhood. They are connecting through sports or their sibling sports. Like there's still plenty of interaction and hangouts. Like today they're hanging out with a friend swimming and that came like organically. It wasn't like a weird, I don't know. I think they get enough of that without having the text that it doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I think that there were definitely things that they miss out on when it comes to just enhancing those friendships they already have. Um, but I think it's, I don't know, it's not outweighing what we're doing so far. You and I are a part of a couple of apps or whatever where like groups have to get together, you mm-hmm. know, like a sporting yeah. group or whatever. And because our kids aren't on technology, like you and I are signed up. And it's exhausting to me to see how much kids are chattering all day back and forth with each other. And I'm just glad my kids don't have that distraction right now. Yeah, or taking it back to everything we just said about social media and how it can affect us. I think we're also like almost 40-year-old women and 
we have our head on our shoulders and, you know, we've, we have big life lessons that we've already learned. So putting that type of pressure on my 12 year old just seems like a lot for her when she already has a lot that's going on in middle school with sports and activities and friendships already without that side of it. So Kensington's not getting her feelings hurt because she wasn't invited to the slumber party because she doesn't know there was a slumber party because she's not seeing the picture on TikTok or whatever. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with preserving their innocence and their childhoodness as long as possible. I also think like their good friends know that about us and it doesn't stop them from getting together with good friends. Yes. Yes. Even like just just yesterday, I was reading through my my mixed match mama DMs on Instagram and there was somebody from it was another mom of a from our girls middle school uh-huh. who was like I would love for Kensington to connect with my daughter over the summer. She found me. Yeah. Like, people will find us. You Absolutely. know, Kensington doesn't have a phone, but she found me. We connected. Yes. So, okay. But what are your thoughts on, we did not set out to document our kids' entire lives on social media, right? It's organically happened. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I think I'm careful about what I post. I try not to ever say anything that's negative, not because my kids don't have rough days. I mean, I do say, some things like just in general terms about, you know, having kids or them doing something. But I've never said deep, dark secrets or, you know, the deep, dark stuff that they're really doing. Um, Not that it's that deep or dark, but I forgot the question. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like it's, I mean, it's too late now. Do you feel like it's okay that we've put our kids on blast? I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Again, I'm not saying anything that's inappropriate that I think anybody would like, I don't know, stand in front of them and make fun of them and, you know, in front of the cafeteria or something in front of all the kids. No, I'm, I mean, I'm letting them know what's happening. But I think most parents are doing the same thing with their kids, just as many people aren't seeing it. Yeah, I do. Um, And I, my kids are old enough now where I ask if I can post pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And they tell me when I can't, you know, they'll say like, no, I don't like that picture. And I, so I totally never post it. Uh-huh. Because I do also want them to have a little bit of a voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's like a legitimate gig being in, you know, a person that posts pictures of their family on Instagram. So many influencers are doing it. Uh, our kids are just kind of on the older spectrum, I think now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, okay, do you ever feel pressure to get them a phone or allow them to be on social media? Currently, no. Currently, I feel like I'm constantly, it's confirmed in my heart why my kids don't need it. Yeah. In middle school so far, I think it's, completely fine. It might be different in high school. Yeah. And we'll reevaluate at that yeah. time. I do yeah. think a few times this year at Kensington had to go to, you know, the front office and had the secretary at the school call me uh, because she needs, you forgot her lunch or something where, I mean, a kid with a phone probably texts their mom and says that. Right. But you know what? I, I keep reminding, like, these are good life lessons. You have to figure it out. You have to go talk to another adult. You have to ask permission. You have to use an actual real phone where you punch the numbers in. You have to memorize my phone number. Like, these are things where I think, yeah, it's not as convenient, but that's those are good skills to learn. Yeah, that's what we would have done growing up. Yeah. And we had to figure it out. And sometimes it was awkward and we were embarrassed, but we figured it out. That's happened a couple of times. I think Ebby Lee, though, has used like a friend's phone and texted me from a friend's phone saying like, it's Ebby Lee, but yeah. They work it out. Yeah. Yeah. They figure it out. What about gaming devices? We don't have one. Really, my two older kids were not really interested. Bowen would be the one who was interested, my third. 
But my in-laws have something at their house. I can't remember what it's one of it's some sort of gaming device. Um, so it kind of became a thing where they have it at their house. It makes it special when they go over there and he can play video games. I and Tab, we just didn't want something that was gonna, I don't know, I almost feel like video games are like having another kid. It's something that you have to set all these rules around and then you have to make sure like, oh, you're not on the video game or you can't play it until your room's picked up or you, I don't know. I, again, I'm thinking of an, a friend who's a little bit older and I remember her saying if they did, you know, I don't know, all these different things during the week that were fine, then they could play it on the weekends, which is a great, a great plan. But to me, it was like, I don't want to have to keep up with like, did they do all of that in order to get this? It just, I don't know. It just didn't seem to work that well for our family. And they haven't really ever wanted it that badly. So we never did it. I mean, that was a good word, what you just said there. I feel like we need to go back to it. It's like having another kid. You're, that was a great way of putting it. It's one more thing to have to regulate and create consequences well, over. Like that's, it's, that's Which is the same true. reason why we don't have a great chore chart in both of <laughs> yeah. our houses. No, we don't. Kind of the same feeling is no. what I get about that. Um, this year, Santa, because we've never had any sort of gaming device. And I think like you and I are, let's, let's say this. You and I are hardcore about no social media, no gaming, no phones, but our husbands are on a different level. Like they make us look like softies in this department. They're very anti-technology. Yeah. 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 And they're both like not currently active on any sort of social media platform themselves. They're very like... you and I would be considered in the fourth little group that we have. We would be the the, the babies, the, or not the babies, the softies on Yeah, it. yeah, softies. That's a good word. Uh, but like Santa brought my kids out an arcade machine uh-huh. this year for Christmas um, that had just like retro, like super retro games on it, like Tetris and stuff like that. Yeah. Santa thought that would be super fun because Santa did not have these games when he was a child, okay? Okay. So Santa brought my kids, but of course Santa had a list of rules. Before oh. before Santa even delivered the arcade machine, like before Christmas morning, Santa was like, uh, two people have to play on it. One person can't just go up there and play by themselves. Like it has to be two people and you can only do it. He had so many rules. And the funniest part was my kids like never play it because I just think that at this point, they're so not interested in it. They're not used to it. And it- no, the only time it gets played is like if it's raining or cold outside and friends are over, like if there's a reason yeah. why friends have to be in the house, they'll play with their friends. But yeah, it just, it really, I think we thought, okay, we're bringing this arcade machine in and now we're going to have to set all these boundaries. But I think we've passed the point of my kids don't care, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which surprised us. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to play Tetris. <laughs> yeah, which works, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Today's episode felt heavier than our other ones. Did it feel a little heavier? Well, I think because it's a serious topic. And I think as moms, we often, you know, we are doing the best for our families or we are working hard to make the best choices. So we never wanted to come across like our decision for our kids meant that you weren't making the best decision for yours. Like you're making the best decision for your family. So please know as we're talking about this, I know we've said it before, but again, like no judgment. We're not saying that. But I think that's why it was serious. Yeah. I have no idea. We're, g- we're going to move on. It's random reader question. Uh, it's a hard word to say. It's, it's hard. random reader question time. You're going to work on your S's. I'm just going to work on speaking in general. Um, so <laughs> everybody knows we're super high tech here at the Bestie Breakdown. And we have an amazing assistant. 
Andrew Scholl, that <laughs> helps <a> trainer. <laughs> yeah, he is a trainer by morning and a bestie breakdown assistant by afternoon. <laughs> we don't want to know what these questions are, which means we can't look at the random reader questions. So he filters them, he pulls them, he puts them in either a coffee mug or an envelope, and then we select these random questions. But when he handed me today's envelope, he said there are two random reader questions. And then he said you had so many other kinds that I made it like a lightning round or this or that. I don't know. There's another oh, there's another okay. aspect to it. So I don't even know. So I'm opening the envelope now to get our questions. And I'm going to pull out the folded sheet of paper and not look at that. I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. We'll open that in a minute. Okay. So we each have one. So I'm going to okay. pass one to Erica. Okay. And so these are not pertaining to today's topic. I mean, I don't think they are. We'll see. No, not at all. Here, I'll go first. Okay. What do you like to do to de-stress? Oh, look at Pinterest. (laughs) That's hilarious. I like to read. That's how, or go for a walk. I like to go for a walk, listen to a podcast, not a run, not for exercise. Yeah. There's a difference between going for a walk for exercise or just going for a walk to like unwind. Or I love to read a book. I'm not, I know, I think I know what yours is and I'm not that person at all. Ooh, I wonder what you think I'm going to say. What are you going to say? I'm going to say, I like to take a bath. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's exactly, I knew you were going to say that. That does not interest me at all. No, like at the end of a day, <laughs> a long day when like I've had a lot going on, I will lock that bedroom door and say, Tab, like I'm going to go take a bath. And then I might watch a show. I might read a book. <laughs> yes. I totally understand. I think that's like me. most people like to do that. Even, I'm going to throw him under the bus. My dad takes a bath every night. Oh, your dad, he's going to be so mad at you. (laughs) He loves a bath to relax in. In fact, they only pick like hotels based on if there's a bathtub for my dad. So I can't even say most women like to, I think like people in general. Yeah, it's just a different preference for sure. To me, bathing is hygiene. I just want to do it, get efficient, (laughs) check it off my list put on my cozy pajamas and read a book. Oh, okay. You walk, (laughs) I'll bathe. Okay. My random reader question is, what is the most adventurous thing you have done separately or together? Most adventurous thing. I don't know why you look surprised. People call us adventurous all the time. Nothing says adventurous girls like Erica and Shay. (laughs) Yes, of course I'm kidding. What in the world have I ever done that's even adventurous? Do you have something? I mean, I have something for me. I'm trying to think of something that you and I have both done that was adventurous. Oh, maybe I need to work on this. I mean, I the one I'm going to say is like a super old adventurous thing. I have not been adventurous in the past 20 something years. Okay. So okay? Like yours. You no, start. I'm going to say like, I thought it was adventurous. And now looking back, probably kind of crazy that I used to go with a girlfriend, like just one other person, like I would travel as a teenager, like as a 19 year old. Yeah. Very adventurous. That's adventurous. Very yeah, much. Yeah. So. Very adventurous. Dangerous, probably something I don't, you know, but I have great memories. Like I did travel by myself with, you know, a friend or friends or whatever. Maybe I like to just keep it in the safe zone. <laughs> I like to be comfortable. I don't, I, I'm not well, a, no, Erica, no, no, no. We're both missing the big one. It's super adventurous to go adopt a child from another okay, country. I almost said that, but yes, that's not, we didn't do it together. And yeah, I mean, that was that was a big adventure. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It worked out well. I mean, but just the whole experience. The whole experience is intense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's say that. 
Yeah, if you don't think adopting a child from China is adventurous, you get on an airplane with an 18-hour flight back to the United States with a kid that doesn't even know who you are or what an airplane is. Like, or speak your language. That is an adventure. Just yes. this flight right there was an adventure. I feel like my answer should be like jumping out of an airplane, but I'm never going to do that. So I'll work on alternatives. No, I'm never going to do that. Mm-mm. That No, no, I'm not going to jump. I, and I don't want to swim with sharks. I don't want to do anything like, no. <laughs> Me neither. No, that's not us. No. Andrew's um, going to be so bummed at our aunt. Like, you know, we haven't. Uh, I mean, let's be real. He has jumped out of an airplane. That's about the only adventure. He's not adventurous. He's now he's going to get offended. He's going to call me right now. He's pausing the podcast. And he he's is, like, yes. But what does he do that's adventurous? I don't know. Nothing. He adopted a kid from China too. So that's the extent <laughs> of it. Okay, wait. To be fair. Okay. He does. Uh, he does go into, I can't even say the names of some of these countries because they're so dangerous okay, see, and poor and does mission trips. Yeah. yeah. He does. He does do that. Okay. He wins. Oh, it's a lightning round. Okay. So I'm going to read it. I'm just going to read it and. And you answer first, and then I'll answer second. Okay. So it's a this or that. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. Me too. Abs or chest? What does that mean? <laughs> abs or like work our abs or chest? Like we're going <laughs> to... If Andrew came up with this, it could mean anything. I'm going to say if like... I'd rather do a chest exercise or an ab exercise. Yes, listen, that's how we're going to phrase it. I would choose an ab exercise. I think I would choose a chest exercise. I didn't say that because it sounded inappropriate, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I would pretty much choose any. Well, see, I don't want to do legs. So it's going to be like arms, chest, back, then abs, then legs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where we go from there. <laughs> you should have skipped that one. Clearly, we know okay. I'm reading these off the cuff. Okay. <laughs> Bare feet or shoes? Shoes. For what? I don't I need I, more clarification. No, outside it's lightning round. shoes, but if I'm walking around my house inside, if I'm popping outside to check the mail, I'm probably still gonna be barefoot. I kinda like barefoot, even though I wear house shoes twenty four seven. I don't <laughs> so, know why. I feel compelled to say barefoot, even though I currently have house shoes on. <laughs> beard or mustache. This is funny. A beard. <laughs> A beard. Boots or sandals. It depends on the season. <laughs> um, sandals in the summer, boots in the winter. Which ones do you just prefer to put on your feet? Uh, probably boots. I would say sandals. Okay. No, oh, buttons or snaps. When was the last time you snapped something? Putting a onesie on my baby. <laughs> um, I guess buttons. But I prefer a snap. If we're being <laughs> honest, it's much more efficient. It's quicker. But I don't snap anything. But I'm going to say I prefer one. Oh, I know <laughs> what we're both going to say about this. Truth or dare? Truth. Yes. Because we're not adventurous. <laughs> That's why. Dresses or skirts? Dress. Yes, for sure. Dress. Facial hair or clean shaven? Facial hair. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we, we could talk about Jeffrey Dean Morgan there, but we won't. Um, <laughs> heels or flats? Uh, it depends on the occasion. You're going to say heels, but I'm going to say it depends on the occasion. <sighs> heels. Bath or shower? <laughs> Bath. But in the morning, I would shower. At night, I like to bathe. In the morning, I like to shower. I do get in the bathtub, you know, at night. I would never take a bath in the morning. Yeah, me neither. I'm going to say showers seem just more efficient. Perfect <laughs> teeth or perfect hair. I know which one Erica's saying. I'm going to say teeth. Of course, Erica's saying teeth. I'm going to say teeth too. Okay. But we're going to have to break down teeth in a later episode. Okay. Piercings or tattoos? <laughs> neither. <laughs> I'm going to go with piercings. 
Because I'm adventurous. Shocker. That's your adventurous thing. <laughs> I don't think a Drake's piercing makes you adventurous. When you have eight piercings in your ears, that's Nine. adventurous. Nine. That's, yeah. <laughs> shorts or pants? Shorts. Yeah, shorts. Sweaters or jackets? Sweaters. Me too. Burgers or tacos? Erica, oh. wait. We'll each get one and we'll split it. Yeah, that's what we sure. would do. That is what we would do. We would each share half a burger and the fries and then we'd each have a taco. Tall or short? What? I don't know. I like tall guys. I'm tall, I guess. I'm I'm gonna go with men. I <laughs> no, I feel like you should not say it. Her face is getting red and Chase's face never gets red. Well, I married somebody that was six foot five, but I almost married somebody that wasn't six foot five. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Which is true. Um, living room or bedroom? <laughs> I <laughs> I like my bedroom. I like my bed. I think it's cozy. I like to, that's where I would read. I'm not going to sit on my couch and read a book, but I would like to like get cozy in my bed and read a oh, book. It's too loud in the living room to read a book. Yeah. And I mean, I yeah. hang in the living room the most. Yes. But uh, toothpaste or deodorant? What kind of questions are <laughs> I don't these? know. Deodorant. Okay, see, I'm going with toothpaste. But I of think, course you are because you brush yes. 17 times. I don't want to smell. I guess if I didn't brush my teeth, I would smell too. <laughs> okay, so we're learning a lot. First of all, I think you're picking toothpaste because you've got teeth issues. Okay, we'll save that for the teeth. You are True. very focused on teeth. Okay. Okay. But I'm also a sweater. So I really yeah. use deodorant for the needs of others around me. Well, and maybe that's like we're getting real personal, right? Shay almost married a shorty. And deodorant <laughs> isn't as important to me as it once was now that I've gone natural. Because okay. I feel like deodorant used to be super important to me. Like I, there was more than one occasion where I left the house and realized I had forgotten to put it on and I stopped at like a Walgreens and bought some. Okay. Like it used to be like, oh my yeah, gosh. You would like, have chosen it. I would go purchase some. But then when I made the good for you decision to switch to natural, natural just isn't super great. <laughs> so so I, you kind of smell all the time? So yeah, so I'm kind of like, saying? the heck with it, right? Like natural is not super fantastic. Okay, so, I'll choose toothpaste. Yeah. Underdressed or overdressed? What would you rather be going to a party or something? Uh, I guess I'd rather be overdressed. Yeah, I would for sure rather be overdressed. Lights on or lights off? I like them off. I'm going to just tell you, I hate it when Andrew turns all the lights on. I, I need to be in a Zen place. I, I would I would say lights off too. Yeah, I don't want all the bunch of bright lights. There's not a time of day that a bunch of bright lights makes me happy. Yeah, give me the lamps. Give me the lamps. Do not come in the bathroom or the bedroom or whatever room and start making it bright. It hurts my eyes. Yeah. Friends, that was hey, our episode. around? Oh what my around? gosh. Breaking down. What did we break down? Social media. <laughs> I forgot. I need a nap now. <laughs> breaking down social media. We hope you enjoyed it. Hey, listen, if you did enjoy it, go to your favorite podcast platform and give us a five-star, four-star. Give us a good rating. Follow us on Instagram at The Bestie Breakdown. Send us an email. We would love to connect with you. Our email is thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com and we hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. The Bestie Breakdown is brought to you by Erica Slaughter and Shay Scholl. It's produced by John Reinhardt at Free Dream Studio. We love emails. Reach out to us at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com. 